the eleventh day of the month. The wicked borrow and do not pay back, but the righteous are generous and keep giving. Psalm 37, verse 21. God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7. Today we consider generosity as a fruit of the Spirit. The gospel often sounds like a sheer foolishness when judged by human wisdom. God seems not to care about how much we earn, though it is by this measure that people in our society largely judge one another. Rather, God cares about how much of what we give away, a matter never mentioned by those who want to impress us with their incomes. Furthermore, many regard the term cheerful giver as an oxymoron. Surely, they suppose, it is those who cling to what they have that are happy. Often fundraisers advise us to give until it hurts. Someone, knowing that to be very bad advice, offer this alteration. Give until it stops hurting. But even if further change is needed, give until it is fun, and then continue to give because it is fun. How truly happy are those who discover that it is great fun to give away money and time and talent as well. In an ironic way, being generous may be the most self-serving style of life to be imagined. For the cheerful giver receives a joy from being generous that tightwads can never know. Such are the ways God has of surprising us. Ask yourself this day, am I a cheerful giver or a reluctant one? When giving away something, do I ever quietly utter this prayer? O Lord, help me to give away even more. How often do I recall John Wesley's rule? Earn all you can, save all you can, give away all you can. How can I increase both my gifts and my eagerness to give? Opening Prayer God of high heaven, by coming to earth to dwell among us, to die for us, you have demonstrated the greatest generosity possible. Enable us to see in the manger and the cross the joy of giving ourselves fully in your service. Snatch from us the fear that if we give away what we have, we will have less or even nothing. Cause us to know that those who would save their lives lose them while those who lose their lives for the sake of the gospel truly find them. We pray through him who taught us this in both word and deed, Jesus Christ, the perfect offering. Amen. Psalm 112, verses 1-7 Alleluia! Blessed man, blessed woman who fear God, who cherish and relish his commandments, their children robust on the earth, and the homes of the upright how blessed. Their houses brim with wealth and a generosity that never runs dry. Sunrise breaks through the darkness for good people, God's grace and mercy and justice. The good person is, ge- is generous and lends lavishly. No shuffling or stumbling around for this one, but a sterling and solid and lasting reputation, unfazed by rumor and gossip heart-ready, trusting in God, spirit-firm, unperturbed, ever-blessed, relaxed among enemies. They lavish gifts on the poor, a generosity that goes on and on and on. From the prophet Zephaniah, chapter 3, verses 14 through 20. 
Shout for joy, O daughter of Zion. Shout in triumph, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away his judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You will fear disaster no more. And that day will be said to Jerusalem, Do not be afraid, O Zion. Do not let your hands fall limp. The Lord your God is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will exult over you with joy. He will be quiet in his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. I will gather those who grieve about from the appointed feast. They come from you, O Zion. The reproach of exile is a burden on them. Behold, I am going to deal at that time with all your oppressors. I will save the lame and gather the outcast, and I will turn their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time, I'll bring you in, even at the time when I gather you together. Indeed, I'll give you renown and praise among all the people of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. From the Apocryphal Book, Ecclesiasticus, chapter 51, verses 1 through 12. I give you thanks, Lord and King. I praise you, God, my Savior. I declare your name, refuge of my life because you have ransomed my life from death. You held back my body from the pit and delivered my foot from the power of Sheol. You have preserved me from the scourge of the slanderous tongue and from the lips of those who went over to falsehood. You are with me against those who rise up against me. You have rescued me according to your abundant mercy from the snare of those who look for my downfall and from the power of those who seek my life. From many dangers you have saved me, from flames that beset me on every side, from the midst of fire till there was not a whiff of it, from the deep belly of shoal, from deceiving lips and painters of lies, from the arrows of a treacherous tongue. I was at the point of death. My life was nearing the depths of shoal. I turned away, but there was no one to help. I looked for support, but there was none. Then I remembered the mercies of the Lord, his acts of kindness through ages past, for he saves those who take refuge in him and rescues them from every evil. So I raised my voice from the grave, from the gates of Sheol, I cried for help. I called out, Lord, you are my father, my champion, my savior. Do not abandon me in time of trouble, in the midst of storms and dangers. I'll always praise your name and remember you in prayer. Then the Lord heard my voice and listened to my appeal. He saved me from every evil and preserved me in time of trouble. For this reason, I thank and praise him. I bless the name of the Lord. From Revelation, chapter 18, verses 1 through 14. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven having great authority, and the earth was illumined with his glory. And he cried out with a mighty voice, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling place of demons, and a prison of every unclean spirit, and a prison of every unclean and hateful bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the passion of her immorality, and the kings of the earth have committed acts of immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich by the wealth of her sensuality. I heard another voice from saying, Come out of her, my people, so you will not participate in her sins and receive her plagues, for her sins have piled up as high as heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Pay her back even as she is paid, and give back to her double according to her deeds. In the cup which she has mixed, mix twice as much for her, to the degree that she glorified herself and lived sensuously, to the same degree give her torment and mourning, for she says in her heart, I sit as a queen, I am not a widow, I will never see mourning. 
For this reason is one day her plagues will come, pestilence and mourning and famine, and she'll be burned up with fire, for the Lord God who judges her is strong. And the kings of the earth who committed acts of morality and lived sensuously with her will weep and lament over her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance because of the fear of her torment, saying, Woe, woe, the great city Babylon, the strong city, for in one hour your judgment has come. And the merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her, because no one buys their cargoes any more, cargoes of gold and silver and precious stones and pearls, and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet, and every kind of citron wood and every article of ivory, and every article made from every costly wood and bronze and iron and marble, and cinnamon and spice and incense, and perfume and frankincense and wine and olive oil, and fine flour and wheat and cattle and sheep, and cargoes of horses and chariots and slaves and human lives. The fruit you free long for has gone from you, and all things that were luxurious and splendid have passed away from you, and men will no longer find them. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 14, verses 1 through 11. It happened that when he went into the house of one of the leaders of the Pharisees on the Sabbath to eat bread, they were watching him closely, and there in front of him was a man suffering from dropsy. And Jesus answered and spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they kept silent, and he took hold of him and healed him and sent him away. And he said to them, Which one of you will have a son or an ox fall into a well, and will not immediately pull him out on a Sabbath day? And they could not make no reply to this. And he began speaking a parable to the invited guest when he noticed how they had been picking out the places of honor at the table, saying to them, When you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for someone more distinguished than you may have been invited by him. And he who invited you both will come and say, Give your place to this man, and then in disgrace you proceed to occupy the last place. But when you are invited... Go and recline at the last place, so that when the one who has invited you comes, he may say to you, Friend, move up higher, then you have honor in the sight of all who are at the table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation, to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation, that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us, and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world, through Jesus our Savior. Amen. An Orthodox Prayer of the Hours O Thou, who at all times and at every hour, both in heaven and on earth, art worshipped and glorified, O Christ God, long-suffering, great in mercy and goodness of heart, who lovest the righteous and hast mercy on sinners, who callest all men to salvation through the tidings of good things to come, do thou the same, Lord. Receive also our prayers at this hour. Direct our lives in thy commandments. Sanctify our souls. Cleanse our bodies. Direct our thoughts. Cleanse our minds. And deliver us from every tribulation, 
wickedness, and affliction. Encompass us by thy holy angels, that guarded and guided by their host, we may become worthy of the unity of the faith and of the understanding of thy unapproachable glory. For blessed art thou unto ages of ages. Amen. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.